Hey, hey, this is Mark Thompson, narrator of a bunch of the Star Wars audiobooks, and you are listening to The Living Force. May the Force be with you. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. Be mindful of the Living Force, young Padawan. A Utini Podcast Network production. My trick's gonna work on me. Only money. Episode 117, Utini Timeline Book Draft. You know what I've come for. On this episode, Eric looks over a wall. Good to see you. Corey points at a bird. <laughs> Charles wears a hat. That one's a troublemaker. And Wes eats a sandwich. Not true. And now, here are your hosts. Look who it is. Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Hankel, and Wes Jenkins. What is up, everyone? Welcome into the Living Force, a Utini Network podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me tonight is this rock star zero. And also, three of my greatest friends to do some canon book drafted. First off, we have... Fresh off the night shift and a day off, Dr. Corey Helton. Hey, buddy. Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> yeah, man. Feels good to be back. I'm well rested. Um, I miss you guys, man. I did watch you live. If anybody's here that was uh, with us last couple weeks, you might have seen me in the comments. I was wild typing away. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun, man. It's yeah. fun to watch, uh, even, even when you're not participating, so... I had a blast. Well, Glad to be back, though. Yeah, I've never had to, to ban that many comments from the chat in a single video, so we're <laughs> glad to have you here. Uh, Dr. Charles Hankel is here, fresh off predicting accurately all of the NBA semifinals. Yeah, I did do that. I'm pretty, I just <laughs> talked about what I wanted to happen, uh, which was mostly for the Nets to lose, so I'll take it. Yeah, the Empire. Every time a super team dies, an angel gets its wings, I think. <laughs> so... <laughs> But you know who already has wings and doesn't need new ones because they're an angel in my eyes? Wes Jenkins. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, everyone? I uh, I got home and my uh, my hair baby over here had dirt on his paws, and I was like, "What? What were you doing today?" And so I took a peek out the window, and sure enough, he dug another hole. He dug another hole because he is bored while I'm at work because I'm I've been at home working from home for the past you know like year or so. And uh, they made us go back in. I only go three days a week, and I come and work home home for two. But for three, three days a week, a week baby. he goes crazy. He, three holes, three a holes week. a week. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have a back nine Dad, out look there. At this, look at this hole I built, yeah, Dad. I look at this. Look this proud. He watches me fill it in. He's like, "Well, just gonna dig it again tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> it's like the world's longest game of fetch. He's like I dig it, and then you fill it. It's great. Oh, oh well, my God. I'm glad Doc has you home now tonight, and we're glad we have all you here tonight. Uh, as we said in the intro, tonight is another one of our, I'm deciding, famous book drafts. Uh, we've done, we've drafted Jedi in the past, we've drafted teams of Sith, and tonight we're going to be going through each era of <laughs> canon Star Wars storytelling, and we're going to try to build our best team of books, because hey, we're a book podcast. So we're going to show off some things you can find on the Utini timeline, while trying to uh, make others look like fools by taking the best books possible. But before we get to that, a couple things. First of all, a congratulations from Utini and the Living Force as a whole to Carrie Fisher, Ewan McGregor, and Ming-Na Wen, who are all going on the Walk of Fame over in Hollywood. And guys, I gotta be honest, I was pretty surprised they weren't already on there. 
Like yeah, me too. It seems like they give those to literally anybody. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really know why. I they mean, is Carrie it, Fisher? Is it a yeah? Yeah. Is it like a? Maybe this is. Maybe I just made this up. Can't you buy your way onto you the have Walk to. of Fame? I think you, someone has to like. Okay. Okay. You to, someone has to like sponsor you and pay the fee. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's, yeah. that's all it takes. I think. Right. Yeah. So well, because Jimmy Smith got on there earlier this year, but now mm. like the the Star Wars community. As it grows, so does the walk. And like Ming Na Wen yes. was adorable on it, especially on Twitter, because I don't think anyone loves being in Star Wars as much as Ming Na Wen at this point. Miss Fennec Shand is like yeah. all about it. So yeah, love that. Well, it, it sounds like a it sounds like a pretty good Patreon reward. Maybe when we get to that that point, we'll just like <laughs> buy ourselves a Walk of Fame star. It probably costs like a million dollars. Something ridiculous. <laughs> oh, great point. Oh, hey. Uh, <sighs> Aside from us, uh, Chirps in the chat, real good question before we get into the main part of the show tonight. Will there be any major spoilers in this show? There will not. All the books we talk about, we'll talk about why we love them, why we're (laughs) drafting them, but we will not be spoiling major plot points because ideally, we hope that you will hear our teams, you will hear our draft, and then you will then want to go out and get these books and read them. So we and don't because want to spoil Wes that for you. I will do my best. I will do my best. Wes isn't gonna. Wes can spoil random books on random Patreon shows on sometimes. So no, but I good said I was gonna go back and edit that, and I never have. So don't go watch. Definitely that did not. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Patreon, we want to take this time to thank our glorious patrons, uh, including our new patron this week, David Nizamoff, who became a monthly patron of Utini. Thank you so much. And we want to let you all know, <clears throat> we have been talking this week about trying to find a freaking Saturday night when we can do our trivia night Patreon reward. And we are working on it. Um, <laughs> we, are, we, like, we, we picked we picked two dates this week and they both fell apart. Yeah, like, like my mom, so. uh, Sally Eilerson on the Alliance High Command is directing a play in my hometown. Um, one of the weekends we were deciding, so I'm gonna go home for that and support her. I have, we have a wedding uh, that I'm going to one of the days. Uh, there's other. I just calls. didn't want to do it. Corey doesn't want <laughs> just- to. But it's coming over from the first. I totally want to do it (laughs) again. I had a blast the last time we did the anything involving alcohol with our patrons. It was fantastic. I'm going to bring out my pool hat again. It's going to be fantastic. I'm going to have to go hat shopping. Maybe that's what (laughs) we should all do. Let's go thrift stores and go hat shopping. (laughs) I love that. And also, because we're taking more time, ideally we'll be making new graphics. We'll be making new things to play with. So stay tuned. We're also going to try to talk a Utini member into moderating that we haven't told, we haven't asked them yet, so I'm not going to announce that on the show, but wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> All right. Uh, so thank you, patrons, again, utini.com slash Patreon uh, and patreon.com slash utini for all of our extra shows and extra content. Thank you all so much. We love you. All right. Now it's time for the Star Wars Weekly Roundup with a graphic. Have- <laughs> with a graphic. <laughs> oh! <clears throat> Corey, if you please, sound. can you tell me what this is? Can you introduce the segment for, for me, Corey, oh, yeah, properly? Yeah, there, All right. There we go. There we go. The Star Wars Weekly Roundup. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you to Ryan and our team for that amazing new graphic. Uh, this week, two things of book news we want to tell you all about. First thing uh, is that we here love E.K. Johnson's Padme books. Um, as you all may know, Queen's Shadow is the book we talked about maybe the most on this show. Because we had a really great change of heart in it when we read it last year. Then Queen's Peril was a great hit on our team. It has a, over a 9.0 on the site. And we are getting the third book this year, Queen's Hope. And we have decided, oh, we want a cover image. And we got one. Look at that gorgeous freaking cover. 
It is all yeah. Padme all the time with that Revenge of the Sith yeah. hood. Fantastic. Yeah, that's that Fantastic. is a that is a Padme Jesus right there. That's what that looks yes. like. Yes, <laughs> that's that's the technical Padme name. Padme Jesus. <laughs> yeah, absolutely love it. It's uh, it's gorgeous, and those three books together are gonna just look astounding on the shelf. I know, I know. I think I can. I think I can pull that up really quick. Yeah, you have the here's the our our, our, our press site. release we put up. That's right. That's right. You can kind of see the picture here mm-hmm. um, of them all side by side. But yeah, it's really cool. Somebody pointed out immediately in Slack that like you get the uh, you get the like the queen right on the on the far left, and you have the half and half. And then they went with this one. So that's like amazing design choice. Yeah, it was fantastic Definitely. together. The visual transition uh. of Amidala to Padme fully. Like she is yeah. fully oh, Padme. Here's, here's oh. the. Here's the image that that uh, who Jacob did this I think on the team. Right? I think so. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, good. it looks. It's good. gonna be great. <clears throat> um, again, that's coming out in I believe November of this year. Uh, pre-orders are up on utini.com right now. Love that art. Really tremendous stuff. Next thing we want to tell you all about is a book that got announced on this week in Star Wars, which is Star Wars Battles That Changed the Galaxy from our friends at DK. This is a book that is going to be another glorious reference book because DK is amazing at those. But y'all, this thing looks like a historical textbook of war. I mean, first of all, that cover is dope as hell. Yeah, it looks really cool. This is like, you know, I don't I don't collect a lot of the reference books, but occasionally they announce what I'm like, I have to have this. And it looks fantastic. The article on StarWars.com was is impre- is in- impressive. Right? Yeah, I mean, look at these spreads. Pull up, pull up some of these, pull up some of these spreads. Yeah, it looks crazy look at this geonosis shots like these are really really yeah incredible it's got a lot of animated stuff we have felucia um i think my favorite one was this one over here oh yeah the the map map of scary from the top down it looks sick man you could really double down on place that i have died on battlefront (laughs) yeah Exactly. The flavor, That's right. The flavor text on StarWars.com says, written by Jason Fry, Cole Horton, Chris Kempshaw, and Amy Ratcliffe, with a forward by IL, ILM visual effects supervisor Roger Guillette. The expansive book promises to provide fresh insights on the dramatic battles we've seen play out in Star Wars films, animation, books, and comics. Obviously, on The Living Force, we love those last two. I love that all the reference books lately are doing books and comics stuff. Like, it's the same. It's all yeah. one universe. Like, Rogus Voss is in here from Vader down. It's incredible. Very yeah, excited. Looks sick. Looks sick. October 4th, keep your eyes peeled. Get those pre-orders in. Because, again, the more we pre-order, the more we get these things, the more we get. It's, it's one-to-one. It's pretty easy math, right? And, of course, speaking of pre-orders, if you want those or if you want these lovely High Republic books next to me tonight, which come out June 29th, next week, y'all, next week, uh, be sure to go to utini.com to our rele- new releases page, which you can access on the beautiful new homepage design. Um, get those in. We got affiliate links for Amazon. We got Books a Million in Bookshop recently. So if you want to help support your local indie bookstores while also helping support Utini, that's not an option for you because we know a lot of people may not want to buy from bigger publishers, which is totally legit. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Check those out. And thank you to Frank and the entire database team for everything you do. Charles, we got two book reviews this week to tell everyone about. Can we go through them? We can. We can. Let's do it. The first review that we have this week is written by Lando. Uh, love that guy. He wrote about The Truce of Bakura by Kathy Tires. Uh, four stars, says a fun intro to Legends. 
And so Lando says the only Legends book, uh, the only Legends books I've read are Darth Plagueis, Tales of the Bounty Hunters, and the Young Boba Fett series. I finally launched my much-anticipated and prepped for Legends Luke journey. I'm basically starting with post-ROTJ and focusing on the exploits of Luke throughout the Legends timeline, perhaps with pit stops here and there. The Truce of Pekura was a fun way to launch this journey. It was a breezy read that I managed to power through in two-ish days on the beach. It's got four-score, Imperials, Rebels, Dinosaurs, and Cyborgs. It's maybe not the most natural progression from ROTJ, but it kicks <laughs> off this era with an explosive story and interesting character goals for the characters. Luke wanting to start the Jedi Order, I think I'm most looking forward to the Thrawn trilogy and Jedi Academy trilogies back-to-back in this read-through. Leia and Han being in love and still involved with the war against the remaining Imperials. This book is a nice intro point for the non-legend savvy and may just grab your interest in continuing down the rabbit hole of this timeline. And so I, I have not read The Truce of Pekura, but I have heard fantastic things from Freddy over at Legends Look Back. This is <laughs> like right. his go-to Legends book, I think mostly for the dinosaurs, which sounds weird, but also <laughs> cool. I'm sure I'll get there one day. Lando, you beat me to it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I think Freddy's through multiple copies at this point, too. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that is the way to read a Star Wars book is on the beach. So I'm jealous. But... All right, Corey, I choose you, sir, to read the next <laughs> I review. choose you. I'm going to read it in this form. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Here we go. Matthew J. reviewing Catalyst, a Rogue One novel by James Lucino. He gave this book four stars. He called it something a bit different. <laughs> most star wars stories are about battles or adventures this story is a bit different focusing on how krennic grew through the republic how krennic grew through the republic and then the empire and how he made manipulated everyone around him i loved seeing more of how the inside of the empire worked and the transition from the republic to the empire it's a perfect example of what the books can be added a perfect example. Man, I'm struggling with this. With voice. <laughs> you got it. Let's turn that, off. Let's turn that <laughs> off. It's a perfect example of what the books can be as the added context to the film that wasn't required but makes the story that much more enjoyable. I already loved Rogue One and can't wait to watch it again after reading this book. Very good. Very good. I like Catalyst a lot, too. It took me a long time to get through Catalyst for some reason. It sat on my nightstand for a long time in medical school, but... Uh, I uh, I like that a lot. It definitely adds a lot to that story. It, it makes Krennic, it makes Krennic and uh, Galen Erso's story like like all the more valuable. I think. Yeah, so. I think that's a Luceno tradition too. Luceno books have to sit somewhere, and you got to look at them for a while, and you got to like play the mental game <laughs> yeah, of like I'm gonna read you, I'm gonna read I'm gonna you, read and they're you. like you'll try. <laughs> it's a nice little yeah. back and forth. <laughs> you will try. <laughs> but I love that that point too yes. of like it's an example of what the books can be because it adds the context that isn't required because no one wants homework, right? We don't want to have to do extra work to understand a mainstream film, but it gives you that little extra spice. It's a little bit of flavor. Love it. All right. So tonight, everyone, we are going through a book draft, but not just any book draft. We're going through a book draft based around the Utini timeline. A lot of you may know that the Utini timeline is one of our most used resources, frankly, on the entire site. People find the timeline and come to everything later a lot of the time um, because it is broken up into arrows really nicely. And tonight, we are going to go through all the arrows of canon reading, and we will be picking teams of one book from The High Republic, The Fall of the Jedi, Reign of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, New Republic, 
and Rise of the First Order. Now, how this works is that we can pick as we go around any way we want. So you can get, like, your number one draft pick might be your favorite Age of Rebellion book because you don't want anyone to have it. But maybe I know Corey wants a Fall of the Jedi book, and I'll snag that early. So eventually we will have one from each, but we will not be going in High Republic, High Republic, High Republic, High Republic, <clears throat> Fall of the Jedi, Fall of the Jedi, Fall of the Jedi. So a little more tactical and spiced in. Thank you so much. Uh, you already put in the chat what Wes has put in the description, a link to the Utini timeline if you want to play along. If you want to play around with some filters, we'll also be showing you a visual of the timeline. So, like we always do with every draft, we got to pick an order. And because if we just asked you all in the chat, Wes would go first every time, we have a <laughs> wheel to spin that Corey made an official um, Living Force branded <clears throat> name wheel. Did we not? I, I, I did. And this, this is... Very interesting. This is placed directly in the middle. It actually looks pretty good. <laughs> That's not I like what it. I intended to do Look there. Look at that. That's the time. <laughs> I was actually going for this. All right. The wheel spin. Yes. I think the it's wheel spin. A nice brown, orange, yellow color motif yeah. here. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I don't want to be brown. I don't want to be brown. I want to make Wes be brown. Wait, what? Uh, oh, my. I'm going to change it. You know, if you change, you know if you change my name, I'm going to be first, right? All right. Yep. All right. You now you're now West you mess with the brown. algorithm. <laughs> All right, Corey, spin that wheel. Who's Corey, drafting right, let's first? Do let's do it. I swear. Spin it, spin it, spin it, spin it. stops? Nobody oh knows. Oh, no, no. It's me. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I never win anything. That's, oh, my Because it was supposed to be West. <laughs> All right. It was supposed to be West. That's exactly it. All right, Corey's first. Corey's first. All right. I'm so again, I got to open go. up a Google Doc so I'm going to remember which books I'm choosing. I opened up Microsoft Excel. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, That's Wes. Nice. It pays off. <laughs> my gosh. All right. All right. Charles and I already demand a recount. <laughs> All right. Who's going third? Come on, orange. Come on, orange. Come on, orange. Come on, orange. Orange. Which orange? They're both, they're both orange. <laughs> orange. Oh. There you go. All right. Sucks to suck. All right, Charles, <laughs> then me. Wow. All right. In Eric's words. We, we have proven superior to you in this arbitrary game of chance. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, for you in the visual show, what you will get, we will put the timeline up on, as we draft so you can. Uh, thanks, Corey. <laughs> and it's me. If it's Thank orange, you. Eric. If it's orange, who it's going to be. Who's it going to be? Well, I like how I still get the confetti, though. His mother. Nice. Oh, man. That's Excellent. Great. Excellent reference, Charles. <laughs> I do the Wattos here. Oh, man. All right. So, folks, uh, we are going to go down the timeline. Wes, you have the first pick. You may pick a book from any era in canon. This is the 1 1. This, uh, this is the Zion Williamson pick of the draft. Did, did you say, Wes, Let's look you at have the, the first pick? Oh, yeah, Corey does. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Did. I have the first <laughs> pick. Oh, my God. That's fine. You suck. <laughs> Maybe Wes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's uh let's 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 look at the timeline yeah, really fast because like at. the the one thing the one thing I did want to pop uh, a point out about this. Oh, why is it not showing? Hold on a second. Well, whatever. You don't really need to see that. The filtering, this is the what we have turned on on the filtering mm -hmm. menu. We have like these are the defaults. We just left the defaults on. That's what we're going to use in the draft. It's movies, adult novels, young adult novels and audio dramas. Mm -hmm. So um, that will be the things that are sort of up for grabs, but you know, if you haven't played around with the timeline, check it out. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty rad. This is the most visited part of our website. It's not one of the most. Oh yeah, it is the by far the most visited part of the website, and uh, 
It's fantastic. Also, as we go I through, I'm, I'm putting us on the spot now. Whenever we pick a book, we will click the more info <laughs> button so you'll get to see what the book profile looks like on the site. Mm. Maybe not the full Good one, idea. but like the little preview. Good idea. Okay. All right. <clears throat> what am I going to pick? What am I going to pick? Let's see. Every era is open. This is Corey's 1-1. I, 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 I think I know what he's going to This pick. is strategic, Corey. That's right. Strategic. <clears throat> He's done a lot of research, luckily, and prepped a ton, right, Corey? <laughs> I did, I did. Well, you, I didn't. You didn't tell me that we were going to do this. Like, I can choose any era thing. Like, come on. I literally did. Written in the notes. I you know literally you know did. I I am predictable. I am going to pick Master. I knew it. Nice <sighs> number one pick. Uh, yes. Tell us Number the details. Pick, Master tell us the and details. Apprentice. Yeah, all right. Master Apprentice, written by Claudia Gray, was released on April sixteenth, two thousand and nineteen. This is the number four on the Utini reading order. Like, uh, we recommend you read this very early on in your Star Wars reading journey. And it's currently rated 9.5, which is the masterpiece category. And I have to say, I wholeheartedly agree with that because, like, I love this book. It's so good. It's one of my favorite books, uh, I think, that we've written. It might be my favorite canon book. Like, it's seriously up there. It's really um, good. I absolutely love this one. It's so good. And which so uh, good. which era is this for our <clears throat> listeners at home? Oh, this is in the uh, this is in the Fall of the Jedi era. Fall of the Jedi, it's like prequels. Is that correct? Yes, Fall of the Jedi. Era, All right, which is like, yeah, after it's like it's like the yeah prequels era essentially. <clears throat> All right, solid pick. You know, somebody brought up somebody brought up recently in Discord uh, that we should consider putting Master and Apprentice in the Foundational Five, maybe in the stead of somebody else. And that is a that is, this yep. is the only book that we have ever discussed possibly swapping out with something in the Utini Foundational Five yep. for and. I think that says a lot. Yeah. I think this says a lot. So. Or we would like the startup six or the startup seven. <laughs> the engaging eight. You know, a little, a little crazy. I love it. Great pick. <laughs> great start. Uh, that was the Trevor Lawrence easily. Now, Wes, I wanted you to go first, clearly. Yeah. You have the next pick. Who? Where? What era are you going? I The era I'm going is the High Republic, and mm-hmm. I am strategically picking... Light of the Jedi. I hate you a lot. Great choice. I didn't know that. <laughs> Great choice. The Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. So that gets us in. This is the first book of the High Republic, and it gets us into whole new characters, all new Jedi that we've never read about before. Um, it gets us into, let's say, it. just to, to preface, it's before the Phantom Menace. So it's 200 years? Are we saying 200 years? 300 years. I think it's uh, 200 years, right? 400? Oh, yeah. Two, wait, it's 232 BBY. It's right it's there on the timeline. Yeah, there right it there, is. Right hey. there. <laughs> and uh, the our verdict, or Utini's verdict, is at a 9.6. So it is also put in as a masterpiece. So It is. One of the reasons why this I is... picked this book, because A, it was pretty damn good, and B, um, it is uh, one of the only two <laughs> Light of the, or High Republic books I've read, so I had to snag that off the board. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for that's sure. a solid strategic sure. pick. I can't blame you. I can't blame also, you. Also, sixteen in the reading order. Like, mm-hmm. it, I, I still think it's impressive that um, after all this, like, like they just introduced this era and it's it's pushed so high for all of us. I, yeah. I think that literally any. I think the High Republic is a fantastic jumping in point for new readers. Sure. Like, it really I agree. is. So, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have any qualms with this being like the first book that that somebody reads. But, you know? but also yeah. in the High Republic. We were saying we're allowed to pick books that are coming out very soon. Yes, yes, yes we have to correct. We Anything on the that. timeline? Okay, all right, got it. So Charles, you have the next pick. It's my turn. Okay, um, great choice, Wes. Strategically, Thanks. 
I tip my cap to you. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start playing to the audience here. I'm gonna choose a book that is not almost in the foundational five. I, I'm gonna choose a book that is in the foundation. Ooh, because you know it's it's foundational, guys. Um, <laughs> I am gonna choose a book from the Reign of the Empire mm-hmm. portion of the timeline. And Corey, if you would uh, scroll right on down to Revenge of the Sith novelization, sir. Mm. That's not canon. That's not. That's, that's not canon. canon. No, it's not. <laughs> Dude, Look at the timeline. You, you, are we gonna say slant? Timeline? Are we gonna say slant canon? No, it is the uh, first round. No, no, bruh. no. All right, I tried. I tried. <laughs> no, I love that. <laughs> I love that build up, though. I really love. All right, to be like, all right. I choose. Did, I, I choose Plagueis. I, I, no, I, I'm just kidding. I, I have to tell you. I had to tell you. I had a. Uh, I had a split moment of panic. You're like, rings the Sith novels. I'm scrolling. I'm like. <laughs> It should be right here. <laughs> yeah. It's right here. All the all the planets in the region converge to this one point. It should be here, but it isn't. It should be here, but it isn't. You seem to have Somebody lost an entire novelization. It doesn't exist. Somebody erased it from the UT. All right, timeline. all right, fine. I will. I will allow it. I'll put that one away. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go then to Age of Rebellion. Okay. Age of Rebellion. And I'm going to choose. The initial Thrawn canon novel, right there, oh. white cover. Oh yeah, solid pick. Yeah, Timothy nice. Zahn, of course, because it's a Thrawn novel. Um, number nine in the in the reading order. So we're talking top ten here. Um, and I I personally would rate it higher than the eight point two that it has on the site. I really really love this novel. Yeah, it's, it's a good. great choice. And now, if you think about, I mean, think about how many Thrawn books there are in canon. Um, it's important. This book is very important. Mm-hmm. For sure. And for sure. as a side note, the Thrawn, the original Thrawn canon novel by uh, Timothy Zahn, they have a graphic novel out that I got from uh, when Utini <clears throat> was doing book boxes, and that is pretty much a Cliff's Note version of the book. It is. So yeah. So you can, good. like... <clears throat> Great intro. If, you, if it takes you a while to get through a book, then you can... If you pick up that graphic novel, it gives you a like a quick summary of what you had already read beforehand, so you don't have to go back yeah. and read previous chapters. It's a great call, dude. And yeah. I I really love uh, I love like I love Hobo Thrawn. Yeah, like on the planet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Long beautiful hair. <laughs> yes, Long, it's crazy. It's long, which is, he looks awesome. It's, a, it's, a, it's especially <laughs> hilarious to think about like now that we've gotten what he was like in the ascendancy because he's this. Serious cut military guy, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, he went, he went from that to pretending to be like a scavenger or whatever, right? So, <laughs> it's great, you know. Great call, Charles. I like that. All right, I'm at the turn. I get two picks in a row. My first pick is going to be coming from the High Republic era, and I am going to choose coming out next week, "The Rising Storm" by Kevin Scott. Um. This is a book that I will be actually writing the review for, and Emma will be doing our video review coming out soon. Um, no spoilers, obviously, but as Embargo has passed, I will say it is tremendous. It is a phenomenal book. I finished it a little while back. I'm already re-listening to the audiobook. Kevin, I mean, he delivers expertly, uh, features a lot of the characters on the front, and of course, we'll go deeper in, but I'm... I'm so, so pleased that the second book of the High Republic really delivered on the promise of the first. Because as we said, this era is already so great. Kevin gets to play with a lot of the toys that he loves in the comics. 
And you can really tell the love of the era in Star Wars on every page. And it's it's an epic. I mean, it's truly epic. So, <clears throat> real happy to have the Rising Storm on my squad. And I'm really interested to see where the next picks go in the High Republic. But my next pick, because I know you guys haven't read it. So, not as much conversation about this one. <laughs> but, <laughs> my next pick we can talk about a little more is from the New Republic era. I believe. Yep. And it's going to be... Also, one of our foundational five books. I'm grabbing Lost Stars by Claudia Gray. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> for the New Republic. Um, this book has a 9.8, a masterpiece level. It is number one in the Utini reading order. Um, I mean, what else can we say about Lost Stars at this point, right? I mean, we can say it's, Resorbed Twin. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> Don't talk <laughs> to us unless you win. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. I still continually, even after all this time, four years of running a Star Wars company, and I, I still universally recommend it as the first Star Wars book everybody should read. Yeah, it's so good. And that's a, and it's it's this is one of those things that like you know we we say you know we have a lot of like pretty strong opinions about like positivity and 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 like you know choosing joy and those types of things. Like I feel so strongly about Lost Stars that if you like come out and say that you you did you really didn't like it, like you hated it, you thought it was terrible, I think you're objectively wrong. Like <laughs> <laughs> you'll say like, it in your face. <laughs> yes, I will absolutely say it in your face. I think you're objectively wrong. Like it's fine to it's fine to love things and dislike things. If you read this whole book and you're like, "You know what? I did not like this book." Sorry, dude, you're wrong. Absolutely <laughs> wrong. Like, there's no way around it. Like, it's just—it's phenomenal. It really is a great book. I re- 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 listened to the audiobook again last last year, I believe. Oh, it's a great audio. Oh yeah, because we did our we did the we did a roundtable yep. on it, right? So that's when we read it again, and it holds up at the test of time. It's so good. It does not feel like a young adult novel. No. I don't think. Like, well, and I, well, rather than that, also, I think it actually just redefined what young adult novels are <clears> in my mind. Like, oh, they're actually yeah. all the young adult novels that have been written since Lost Stars. You can tell. Because right, they're just adult novels with more sex in them. That's all they yeah. are. <laughs> in the cave under the blanket. All right. <laughs> That's right. So I got Rise, to recap Rising Storm by Kevin Scott for my High Republic pick, and then Lost Stars by Claudia Gray for my New Republic pick. All right. Nice. We're on the turn. Charles. Back all to right. you. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make a strategic pick here. This is not this is not where it's another I would... Legends book. <laughs> yes, it is another Legends book. I got to snap it up before anyone else in this canon draft gets it. Um, I I am going to go to the High Republic era, and I'm going to go ahead and grab uh, Into the Dark by Claudia Gray. Um, nice call. We know how fantastic Claudia Gray is. Um, it's the only other book in the High Republic era that I have read. Uh, so I can tell you I enjoyed this book. Um, it, it was fun. It was different. It was very, very different. I felt like in tone and in pace and in scope, um, to light of the Jedi and what I expect from the rising storm. But, um, it, it was still Claudia Gray, which is, uh, saying a lot. And you can see from the score there, 8.9. I mean, this is a solid, solid novel. Yeah. It's a great call. Sure. Love that, man. All right. Wes, yes, got it. Wes, back to you, man. <laughs> you. I am going to go with the New Republic era. Mm-hmm. And my pick, my second pick in round two, my first pick of the second round, that's hard to say, 
is Star Wars Victory's Price. Nice! That one is going to... Let's Great see. call. Pull it up here. Third book in a trilogy. Bold move, Cotton. Mm, number it even works out for him. two in the reading order. Um, but it was given an incredible, which is a 9.0. Um, yes, it's the third book of the uh, of the Alphabet Squadron trilogy where everything comes together. And um, I really enjoyed this book. It, it all... You got... I think everybody got what they wanted um, at mm-hmm. the end. So um, it was... That's my, definitely my second pick. It could have been, it could have been my first. I really I enjoyed this whole series, um, mm-hmm. but I could only pick one in the New Republic era, so I ended with the climax. Yeah, and I mean, hey, if you want any more info on that, that was was it our first three part <laughs> roundtable? Yeah, it was for sure. I think so yeah, yeah, we took a bit for, for that. Sure. You know, funny, it's, it's really funny you brought this up. I had a, a, a buddy of mine uh, who's in my uh, one of my colleagues in my in my residency program uh, texted me the other night when I was on call about this book. It's pretty funny. No I'm gonna read you the text. I'll read you the text. Yeah, because he like started listening to some of the audiobooks. I got him to start reading them and stuff, and he he listened to it and, and he sent me a, a really hilarious text. He said, "These thoughts are brought to you by Elijah Craig in the inflatable hot tub. He has an inflatable hot tub in his garage." <laughs> He was like a little intoxicated listening to Star Wars book. He says, I figured out what I loved about Alphabet Squadron. It's like Star Wars written by Quentin Tarantino. You never know who's the good guy or the bad guy because those aren't real. <laughs> Dang. I also had the same good. thoughts drinking whiskey. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's just true, man. Like, That's great. We, were, we talked a lot about being like exhausted after we read the Alphabet Squadron trilogy mm-hmm. because they're just they ask such heavy questions that have never before been asked in Star Wars yep. and it's hard hitting man and I think I think you either really love it you really get it if you're that deep type of person or it just it doesn't speak to you right it's yep. one of those things that like it gets such a heavy topic it's like you either like reading philosophy or you don't you know what <laughs> I mean so this is how it is I love it all right uh it is back to Corey now Listeners, I'll, I'll give a little little strategy input. Corey now knows that all of us have High Republic books. So he could grab one now, or he can wait to the last round, because none of us will be picking them. That's right. It's the only tip I'll give this whole no, draft. I've, none of us have read them either. Have you read that one, the last one that's left? Do you, do you have it yet? I am. I am reading well, out of the shadows right now. In the, I see it in the, in, your, in the shot, so I'm assuming you have started it at least. Yes. Oh man, you guys have taken some of my some of my picks. So a lot of I'm good books. To, uh, a lot of good books. Let's see here. I know what I'm going to get. I got it. I'm going to choose again from the Fall of the Jedi era. Don't do it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna choose one that I think a lot of Wait, us. Wait, you get one per. Really, you get really one loved. per era. Oh, That's the whole point era? of the draft. Yeah. You took Master and Apprentice. So yeah. how are we gonna get? How are we gonna do the High Republic? Because there's none. Yes, left. there is one. this one. <laughs> Corey, there's only one except for Eric. Then well, you, you better get hope it. it's good, Corey. Oh, you I better have to hope take it's it then. Good. All right. Yeah. Well, if if I'm gonna have to, if I'm gonna have to take it, then strategically, strategically, it would be foolish for me That's to have to waste I my Corey. <laughs> That's only literally a great fool would said. drink what was put before him. <laughs> <laughs> only we would expect you to not be a great fool. Listen, the Elijah Craig in the hot tub interfering with my. my All right, so Corey, you can get any other. You have two books now. You have because you're at the end of the second round, and then you got the first and the third. So you got two. Okay, okay, okay. The only thing you can't pick is the thing you just tried to pick. All right, all right. The only thing I (laughs) literally everything else is available. (laughs) One rule. (laughs) 
<laughs> all right, fine. Okay, so I have to take one for every era. So let me look at this one. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. All right, all right, all right. He's, right. he's going to panic pick, guys. I... He's going to panic pick. I am not. No, I'm not. I'm not he's panicking. I'm he's tilting. One. We've all been in here. We've all been here. Picking. Oh, my pivot, God. Oh, my Corey, God. Corey, pivot. Joe Mixon. Pivot. Joe Mixon. Pivot. Uh, <laughs> Reign of the Empire. Most wanted. That's what I'm great choosing. Choice. Oh, right. the Empire that's a great is, choice. Yeah, yeah. I love this one. This one's really high up on the list, too. Number nine is Reign of the Empire. This is like right after Dang. Revenge of the I was hoping that could be like a quiet pick for me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, I think most wanted goes under the radar for a lot of people. This one was yeah. released in 2018 by Ray Carson. Um, it's sort of the like, it's sort of the what does this little sticker right here say? Actually, I've never even noticed it. Oh, it's like based on Solo. Like, it, yeah. it it's just a promo okay. for Solo. I, I broke the timeline. It's reloading because it thinks I'm on a tablet now. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. All right. Yeah. Anyway. 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 Great pick. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, really good one. Um, we were just talking about Kira earlier. Mm-hmm. Right? She said that she was gonna, or the the actress said that she would love to come back to Star Wars, and you know, which would be incredible. Yep. All right. So you got most wanted. Then start of the third round. Let me open that one back up. Uh, I'm trying to leave them open as we have picked. <laughs> oh, them, great so call! Kind of see, it's a great idea. Kind of see what's. Uh, all right. So I my next one is going to be from the Age of the Rebellion. Okay. Um, okay. Age of Rebellion era. And uh, I'm going to go with another young adult novel of Rebel Rising. Dang, great call. Yeah. I know. The book's I know. awesome. Good, yeah. Another book that I really love. Like, I think that Most Wanted and Rebel Rising are, like, the two, the two go-to, like, like, prequel books in my head that are, mm. like, the most directly related to their films, like, more so than any other sort of prequel books, right? And that was mm-hmm. the intention. They were released with that sort of marketing, marketing around the movie mm-hmm, time, mm-hmm. right? So... This one was released in 2017 by Beth Revis. It's really just about like everything that happened, like after the uh, epilogue, the prologue of the book, um, of the movie. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everything happened after the prologue in the movie with Jin Erso, like coming at like when Saw Gerrera gets her out of the hole, right? Yeah, it leads up to right before the movie starts, right? So the hole that talks. You get up. that. That hole. I know. <laughs> All right. I know. The the line that that Jin says in the movie, which is explained, where she she tells Sagrera, "The last time I saw you, you left me in a hole with nothing but a blaster or whatever." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so that'll, cool. That all happens in the book. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. If you haven't read this one, then I highly recommend it, particularly if you're a fan of Rogue One. Oh, hey, Steven in the chat says, "Just ordered Rebel Rising today." Nice, nice. Look choice. at that. All right, that's right. Oh yeah, <laughs> the curse of Corey might be ending in real time before our eyes. Thank you. <laughs> back to back fire you. picks. I know. These are both really good. All right, Wes. All right. What do you got, man? Okay. For my first pick of the third round, um, I'm going to go Fall of the Jedi era. Okay. And I'm torn. Can I pick two? You absolutely cannot. (laughs) Can I pick two? But I'm glad to know that you're torn. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I'm going to go with my gut on this one as I listen to it three times. I'm going to go with Star Wars. That's it. That's it. That's With you, Star Wars. That's what you Dooku, to. Jedi. Oh, oh I've listened. Great pick. To Star Great Wars pick. three yeah. times. Here you go. So, Dooku, Jedi. Lost. Can someone was... choose the audio drama and someone choose no, the No, the story work. has been chosen. <laughs> no, I open them both. Although the audio drama is rated, rated higher, higher by point one points yeah, than the, the script. I've never. <laughs> well, it's a better story. I've never noticed that. How did that happen? I don't know. I mean, I I guess they are reviewed separately, so yeah. I don't know. So but Wes, it was released. Wes, tell us in, why it was released in 2019 uh, by Kevin Scott. So it was the first audio drama that we got um, 
from Star Wars. So it was mm-hmm. the book itself um, came out later, but when you get the book in, it's just a, it's a script. So it's it's mm-hmm. the characters um, and what their quotations are, what they're saying. Uh, there's no dialogue in the background, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the audio in the back, the sound effects, the I don't know the whatever you call it, the observational music is amazing. It's yeah. amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and because it was the first of its kind, um, it gets very highly rated. And um, what I really liked about this book, is they went into a character that they need to go into more in. And I can't mm-hmm. say yeah. anymore that I really want to, but because I had my hands tied, I've been <laughs> got in trouble last time. So. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, this is this is our, our first kind of glimpse into Kevin Scott's mind as well. Yeah. And like, yeah. It really showed us how incredible an author he is. And 8.4 is low in my home. I think for Dooku, I, I think. agree. I think so. Yeah. I think so. But, you know, we have a huge review team. That's why the four of us, our scores are always very different than, yeah. the, than the UT but review team. That's true. So. But that book changed how mm-hmm. I even hear the word Dooku. I don't consider this spoilery, but if you've if you've read it, you'll understand. <laughs> when I hear Dooku now, all I hear is Dooku. 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 That's great. Count Dookie? <laughs> do yes. I forgot that was in that the book. Yup, he did it. Oh the mad God. lad. All right, Charles Duke Jedi lost off the board. Keep All right, going. what are you bringing in the third? All right, um, Corey, scroll to the top of the timeline. Click Legends. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm upset because what I did preparing for this, I'm not gonna lie. I like Corey did not read the full instructions. Um, and I thought we had to go one era at a time and I chose three books from each era. And I was like, if all of these are gone, uh, I'm in trouble. And a lot of them are gone, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I am going to, I've got to snap this up. Cause I, I realized you don't know what you got till it's gone. And I thought Wes was about to pick this and I could feel a pit in my stomach. So I'm going to stay in the fall of the Jedi era. Okay. And I am going to choose Dark Disciple. Oh, Dark yeah. Disciple. Don't know there what it you got to it's gone. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Paid oh, Paradise to put up a Quinlan Voss. <laughs> yes, they did. Um, oh. Dark Disciple is yeah, a fantastic it. book. It's by Christy Golden. Um, we have sung this book's praises, I think, plenty of times on this show before Mm -hmm. it's another one that kind of slipped under the radar. Like people don't talk about this book enough. I don't think. Um, and it's clone wars era. Like it's everything that you love from the show, just packaged into a nice, perfect little story. Um, in reading this book, I've said this reading this book on vacation, uh, is one of my fondest random star Wars book memories. So I, it's gotta be on my team. That's super solid. You know, I think I think Dark Disciple is actually is actually come around. It's it's sort of it's transitioning from like nobody knows about it to then it was a bit of a cult classic, mm-hmm. I think. And now it's 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 almost like a like a, a secret that's not actually a secret yeah. anymore. Well, because like, the hardcover like, became so expensive because everyone's like, yeah. oh wait, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we didn't buy yeah, this. That's that's true. But like uh, frequently on like Reddit and Facebook groups and stuff, and people are like, what should I read? I see this book come up all the time nowadays. Like people really recognize that it's a good book, mm-hmm. and it's true, man. It's I didn't read this one for the longest time, and it's really phenomenal. It it feels like. The Clone Wars. Yeah. Was it? Was the, were these unaired episodes of the Clone Wars? Yes. Were they, yep. Yep. Oh, it wow. was okay. based on that. 
Yeah, this was I, I never th- this was part of the uh, Star Wars books we haven't read segment. And when we revisit right. this, I need to have this one read. So mm, I here we are. Also, don't get in trouble. <laughs> I got so many demerits with you, Teeny. I don't know why. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Wes is actually on probation with That's us. That's right. Guys. We just haven't we haven't we haven't told. This you is yet. his punishment: is being on the show every week. All right, <laughs> uh, Charles, great pick. That 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 would not have gotten back to you. So know that I was I was absolutely going to take that. Um, but in my turn now, third round to the fourth, I'm going to start a new era because I fear that it this won't will not come back to me. Corey, take us to the rise of the first order era, if you please. Oh, the very oh, wow. end. This is our the first end. our first visit here. Yep, yeah. and I'm going to take one of our um. United favorites of, of uh, I think it was last year, year or year before last, and that is Rebecca Rowan Horse's uh, Resistance Reborn. For sure. Um, this book was a, was in the lead up to the Rise of Skywalker. has an 8.7 on the site. Um, it's 37 in the Utini reading order. And when we read this, we called it the biggest love letter to canon. And it's the only full-length novel that Rebecca Rowan Horse has written for Star Wars so far. <clears throat> Desperately hope it's not the last, because man, this book was awesome. It was, was like a good Poe book. We got some great wedge in there. Just a super fun book. Um, Much needed for this era too, I believe. Yeah, like it, it, it feels uniquely standalone. Like it covered characters that we want to see in the movies. Like it did stuff that that we hope the expanded universe does, but you know, has unfortunately because of the timing around the around the sequel trilogy, they people. You couldn't really do it, right? Because right, right, they didn't right. have a grand plan, like going into the movies. So it's hard to let, you know, authors stretch their creative muscles about characters that may have super conflicting stories later on, right? Yep. So, you know, they they gave her the script and everything before she read before she wrote this book, so she could, you know, write around it, and it paid off, man. It was really really yeah. good. A lot of times when authors are sort of backed into a corner, like being forced to write in a certain way, they don't do great with it. But I mean, she nailed it. Mm-hmm. She nailed yeah. It. It was one of the creepiest villains that we've seen in Star Wars canon, too. Like, the guy that just, like, almost beat that, like, younger girl to death. Remember that? Yeah, no. I mean, it was violent. Oh, yeah. My yeah. gosh. Yeah. Tough to read. And we, uh, <laughs> we we interviewed Rebecca Roanhorse back we in the did. day. It's been, a, it's been a hot minute, but uh, go back and listen to that interview if you haven't listened to it. She was really cool. It was a blast. Um, yeah, we had a good time. All right. Now, let's see. My next pick. This is a tough one because now we're, we're, getting, we're getting later. We're, we're, we're just about halfway now. We're halfway through. So now the picks get a little more, a little more intense. I'm gonna go. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna go to the Reign of the Empire, and I'm gonna pick one that we talked about when it came out, but much like a lot of these books, didn't really talk about after. I'm gonna pick Solo, a Star Wars story expanded mm. edition by Mer Lafferty, the novelization of Solo. It's a good choice. You were gonna do that. <laughs> Yeah, look how look how sexy it looks up butted up against oh my this, gosh, uh, this solo movie like label. I love it. I love it so <laughs> much. Uh, this was so it has a eight point three for the site, uh, forty eight in the order, and this was like early early Utini stuff when this came out. Um, this is twenty eighteen, and I remember I think I gave this book like a ten on a round table. I just really loved the way she oh. wrote the characters. And I wouldn't give it a perfect 10 now, but I still really love it. And it added some really great scenes, like between Kira and L3 had some great stuff. The epilogue of this book is freaking great. Like, it's just a really solid, solid pick. And if you're a person that is a make solo to happen person, or you've really been wanting more of that, and you didn't get a chance to go back and read this, 
pick it up. You know, we haven't gotten that many <clears throat> film novelizations just because we haven't gotten that many films. Yeah. But the solo novelization, I think, is just a really solid one. Is it? Is it the best novelization outside of Ringe of the Sith? It might be. I think so. For my money, I think so. Phantom Menace? Come on. I, I, was, Phantom I was like, Phantom Menace is up there. Mm. Phantom it's Menace those two. is up there, too. But Phantom Menace is yeah. Phantom Menace a little below. Phantom novelization is one of the most pleasant surprise books I have ever read in my life. Yeah. I absolutely agree to that. But the solo one is great because I think Mer Lafferty gets the the voices of the characters better than some others because the lines aren't verbatim from the film, which is always a risk yeah. in a novelization, right? Yeah. But I think she does it mm-hmm. super well. And if you want to go to the solo thing, read Most Wanted and then go into the solo novelization, it is a great time. Also, no spoilers, sure. but heck of an epilogue. <clears throat> yep. Oh, yeah, the epilogue in that. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> I watched Solo on Night Shift uh, two weeks ago, Great and uh, I I was I was pretty tired, and, and I had a couple of hours. I was try- well, had like an hour. Well, I guess I finished the movie, so I had a couple hours. I was trying to get some sleep because I had some downtime. I was like, let me do my classic, pull up my Star Wars film. It helps me go to sleep, you know. And you know, I never, I've told you, I never pull up Rogue One. I never pull up Solo because they're too exciting, right? Yep. And I was like, you know what? I haven't watched Solo in a long time. Let me watch this one. This is what I'll fall asleep to. Nope. Nope. Couldn't do it. Too fun. I stayed awake the whole time. I watched the whole movie. It was phenomenal. It's the first time I've seen it in like a year or two. Yeah. So it was really good. Immersed really, novelization really good. just it, it keeps that kinetic energy, which is really hard to do sometimes in a visual medium. So love for, for the sure. solo novelization. All right, that is right, four Charles. out of my six. We are in the second half. Charles. All right. What do we got? Um I want you to books here. jump back to the New Republic. If you would, okay. And okay, um, <laughs> I'm getting nervous. <laughs> uh, you can you can scroll right on back up there, sir. I'm, I'm going to take Alphabet Squadron, the actual mm. first first book. book of the Alphabet Squadron <clears throat> trilogy. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm choosing this book. Man, the, these books are so dense. I guess I should say this is number twenty in the reading order. It got an eight point one overall. But this is one of those books like Victory Price where you probably rated it either higher or lower than an 8.1 based on what you like, and it just averaged out there. Um, yeah. These, this book and that trilogy in particular really, in my mind, is like kind of one of the tent poles of fandom. Uh, sure. Of, of, like, of like canon books, not of just all fandom of Star Wars since 77. That was a stretch. Um, but, but that's, that's how I think of it. I think of like these Thrawn, all these Canon Thrawn books is like kind of one cornerstone, like the alphabet squadron trilogy is another, like, I really do put it up there as that important into the, a look into really what was the new Republic in Canon. Uh, and I look forward to them building more books based off of that trilogy. (laughs) Sorry, Rob in the chat says this is like Charles grabbing Atlantic Avenue after West grabbed Marvin Gardens. So for our, for our Monopoly friends, I, I don't know what that means. Oh come on, man! If you, you never played Monopoly. Monopoly no, I don't have the patience for that. All right, if you know, if oh you know, you know. That's right. Great, great uh, pick, though, Charles. Funny Very side solid. note on uh, Monopoly: whenever you land on, uh, whenever you land on, go to jail. We always put like a little airplane bottle of booze in the middle of the the board, <laughs> so you, ha- you get you have to put money in, and you have to take that booze. Oh, Wes, the more I learn about you, the more I just want to. I want to play games with I don't you. Play with my video games with you. I play with my friends. So many unbelievable stories. I love it's it. Amazing. All right. 
Back to you, Wes. Back to me in round four. I am going to move to the Reign of the Empire era. Okay. And I am going to snag E.K. Johnston's Ahsoka off the board. Mm. Good call. Mm. So this one uh, was picked or picked by me, yes. Was picked by me. <laughs> Written in, uh, it was released in 2016, and it goes over the events of Ahsoka Tano after she left the Jedi Order um, and what she's doing now. So um, I read this book because we were going to do a <laughs> we were going to do a roundtable on it, and then we didn't follow through with it. But I was... <laughs> I was a quarter way through it, so I kept so I kept reading. So uh, that's really how I started it, but I ended up loving it, especially the end. Especially the end yeah. is very good. The end is yeah. very very good. So um, definitely pick this up. It's another it's another Hawaii novel, is it not? Yeah, it is, and yeah. and it's also it one is. that consistently like is always in like the top five or ten books on Amazon for like Star Wars. Like this book sells yeah, all the time because people love Ahsoka, and every time she pops up, people buy it more, and it's uh. It's awesome. It's great. Yeah, I, I picked this one up um, at Target in like 2019. So it, it was restocked and put there mm-hmm. three years after its wow. release. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. make sure to pick it up. Oh, and Ashley Eckstein, the voice of Ahsoka, does the audiobook. So if you got an audible credit, right. listen to yeah. Ahsoka read her own book. <laughs> Come <sure>. on. <laughs> All right, Corey. All right, back These to These are me. your so – have- not, not, not your last two. Your, your – What's yes. second to last? It's in- essentially my last. I can probably skip my last round because I'm going to end up with the with the higher public novel. But um, you know, so I'm looking at my I'm looking at my eras that I have left, and I have the Rise of the First Order era, the New Republic era, and the High Republic era left. I I think I tried to exit out of my tabs as I was. <laughs> I believe in you. I'm getting confused because <laughs> I got all you guys, all your picks too, opened up. So I think I'm going to go to the uh, let's see here. Let's go to the Rise of the First Order era. Great. Mm-hmm. Wait, you have a Google and Doc. I, that's right. I am going to go with. Um, where's the book I was going to pick? Actually, you know what? It wasn't this era, but that's okay. I'm going to go with this era <laughs> anyway. I'm going to pick the Rise of uh, Skywalker expanded edition. No, it's, it's, oh! I know, man. I know. This is the obvious pick for me, I think, out of, great. Uh, out, of, for sure. out of this era. It was good. It was so good. Like, this was uh, another good contender for, like, best modern. Yeah. Um, best modern. Uh, novelization. Uh, movie novelization. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we reviewed it high. It explained a lot of the, you know, the, what did I call it? <laughs> the three <laughs> cardinal sins. unforgivable sins. Oh, my God. Unforgivable <laughs> sins. It was Awful thing I've ever said. Yeah, <laughs> but it it, it, does, it fixed it, a lot of stuff that we didn't it care did. for. It did. Yeah. It, it it fixed a lot of the issues that the fandom in general didn't mm-hmm. really care Palpatine's, for. Palpatine's. I, I bet and, you're you know, wondering it, how I got here. Moment. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a page. That's oh, great! True. Thank you. Yeah, record scratch. That that's a robot chicken skit. I believe. Is it not? Probably. I, I think it is. I yeah. think it is a robot chicken skit. Palpatine, anyway, probably. Yeah, this one is very good. Eight, we have a we gave an eight point zero. It's pretty high up in the reading order. Released in twenty twenty. Ray Carson wrote this one. Um, good stuff. It was really good. You should read it if you haven't read it. Yeah, especially if you have mixed feelings about the Rise of Skywalker. I think it's definitely worth worth. The well, and fun fact now, Corey, you have now accidentally gotten two Ray Carson books on your team with Most Wanted and the Rise I of Skywalker. Have. Yeah, she's great. She's a good. She's she a good author. I really like her work. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it gives you some clarity. The book gives you some clarity to if you had questions coming out of the movie. That's just for sure. That's right. That's why you need uh, 
Spice Den says in the chat, if you're watching live tonight, or if you're watching this later on Tuesday of this week, Ahsoka is going to be on sale for Prime Day on Amazon tomorrow. So, nice. if you need to pick it up. All right, Corey, one more. You got the turn. All right, my my next one I'm going to pick is uh, the era that I thought I was choosing first, but I got confused what era this book was in (laughs) because of the nature of the character. Now I'm in the New Republic era, and the other book that I'm going to choose is Phasma. Um, by Delilah S. Dawson. Um, Phasma, I think, is in my head a little, a little more to what, uh, was it Charles? Was it you was that picked Dark Disciple? Was that you that picked Dark Disciple? Yes. Yes. So Phasma is sort of, to me, filled that gap that was Dark Disciple of like, this is the unbelievably good book that nobody knows about. Like, I, I think that it's just, I mean, have you guys read Phasma? Oh yeah. Even? It was one of my first ones I read like back, back in the day. Because like no one talked yeah, about Phasma, it. Yeah, Phasma. Charles, you haven't read it either. I don't think. Have I have you? not read Phasma. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of our team has not read Phasma. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, and I just picked this one up on a whim one day when I we were between books way back in the day, and it is really, really good. Yeah. I mean, all the stuff that happens on her home planet is phenomenal. It really yep. does a good job of explaining her character, regardless of what she has to do in the films. Like, I think the purpose of the book is is kind of. To explain like why Phasma just like turn coat on yep. on the first order a little bit and yeah it does do that well it explains that background mm-hmm. of her character but like man her family history is crazy and how she know where the first order is crazy and it's just it's really really it introduces good. I really Vimerati mm-hmm. I mean that's right it does, it does introduce Vimerati yeah huge. the whole book is told the whole book is told in the in the like context of a torture like yeah. that's the her like, information is being extracted from from uh, you know the character like it's so good man it's so oh good oh my god rob, read rob says it a great point phasma is heavy metal star wars <laughs> it is yes it totally is yeah. it's like mad max kind of vibes in it, it yep. it's true all right great pick uh wes yeah. you're second to last man i'm second to last so are you second to last man? We are going to move to, or move back, to Rise of the First Order. Okay. And because Corey took my pick, (laughs) I'm going to go to my second pick, which leaves me, like, tied up again, because I wanted to, there's two of them, Mm -hmm. and and they're from the same damn place, but I'm going to take Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, A Crash of Fate. Mm. Nice. Yeah, a crash of fate is. Um, it was going to be my pick. Came out in 2019 um, by Zoraida Cordova, who we also interviewed. Did we not? Uh I think we did. Did we not? I think we. I don't remember. Yeah. Is, or is that the one that is that the one we? I think we tried. I, like, maybe not. You know, I don't think I don't think we did re- interview. Zor- no, we Zoraida tried. Cordova. It fell through. We, Okay. Yeah, we tried really. We scheduled it. It feels like we did interview. It does. We scheduled it literally like five times, and it fell through. Like with professionally, like through the publisher, and yep. like things kept coming up. And we, I think that was when we tried really hard. So it feels like we did, but I can't picture her face. So I guess we did it. <laughs> that's that's pretty bad. Well, so this one, this is another YA novel. I'm surprised I picked so many YA novels. They're um, really good. Yeah, they are really good. Um, so this is this. It's about um, two childhood friends, um, and they they're. And the the spires of Batu, which is the Galaxy's Edge location that you would see at like the Disneyland parks, um, and it's it's really really good. It's almost it reminded me a lot of Lost Stars, just because of the yes. dynamic between yeah. the two characters. It does have those vibes. Um, for sure. So that's why I essentially really liked it. I wasn't 
I wasn't too keen. I was reading everything that came out, like every canon mm-hmm. book that came out. I was reading it regardless of whether I thought it was good or not. Um, and once I started getting into it, I couldn't put it down. It was super yeah. good. Really, really good. Love that. All right. Charles. Back to me. All right. Um, I The eras that I have left, I believe, are Reign of the Empire and Rise of the First Order. And I'm going to take this pick from Rise of the First Order. Um. This is a this is a unique choice. Um, it's a book <laughs> kind of unlike anything else. I think I know where you're really going on this timeline, except for maybe it's uh, twin brother or sister, if you will, that it Do did it. not resorb. Um, so keep going down there, and I'm gonna choose. There you go, Star Wars Myths and Fables. Yes, um, yeah. amazing saying, pick. Incredibly, incredibly unique book from my good buddy. Uh, dare I say best friend, maybe second only to Kevin Scott, George Mann. Um, <laughs> Myths and Fables is so cool. If you can't tell from just the cover itself with like a massive flying crate dragon. Um, this book is insane. It's all like legends from within the galaxy. This is, this is, you know what this is, guys? I just realized this is making up for my choice of the Revenge of the Sith novelization earlier because <laughs> this is legends within canon is what this exactly. is. Exactly. You, you made it work. Okay, you true. made it, it work. Sense. Uh, and so I'm quite pleased with that, and that's where I'm, <laughs> I'm going to leave it. <laughs> All right. I love it, man. Yeah, Missing Fables. I mean, we. I remember when we first read that book, it was the biggest surprise of the year that we all liked it so much, and we're like, give us more. Yeah. They're like, all right, here's Dark Legends. And we said, great, give us more. And they're like, great, Life Day Treasury is coming out. Like, yeah, I know, yes. And they're like, oh, you want, you want more? Here are four different versions of the same book, and they all have extra pages in <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, man. So it's like, holy smokes. So good. Great pick, so I, can, I, mean, can't, I can't even keep track of how many editions there are. It's like a Target edition There's and Galaxy's three, Edge edition. Three, I think. For three. Of each one? Yep. Yeah, crazy. Beautiful. All right, Eric, where are we going? All right, last two. I have Fall of the Jedi and Age of Rebellion. Um, so just for fun, let's do Age of Rebellion first. Um, and I am going to pick something that came out this past year. Corey, if you want to scroll down a little bit, I am going to pick by Sarah Kuhn, the Dr. Afra audio drama. I thought nice. this was fantastic. Um as someone who didn't always love the Afro comics as much, this made me absolutely fall in love with the character. I thought um, Emily Wu Zeller's performance was just completely defied description. It has an 8.0 on the site. Um, and just did a really great job of taking a character from another medium and putting them directly into audio form. And I loved all the character effects and the fact that they were able to do it like during quarantine, we inter- we did interview Sarah Kuhn, we did interview Mark Thompson, and talked about it, and just the process, the whole thing was kind of amazing, uh, and I really liked the story, a lot of fun. So happy to pick Doctor Afra, get her on the list for my Age of Rebellion book, and my final choice is in what is surprising to me, the most populous era, which is the Fall of the Jedi. Um, this is the most stacked era, I think we can all agree. Yeah, like I I think so. My so, gosh, sure. I mean. I'm I'm surprised by how many rebellion era books there are. Like yeah. like in the era we were just in a minute ago. Like this is I think the longest era, I'm pretty sure yep. in in canon. But 
man, they there's a lot of good stuff in this like prequels era age. And I don't know if that's because we're all prequels kids. I don't think it is. I don't think that bias is here. I think these are just really good they're books, good. man. Yep. Like they're just super solid. There's so many phenomenal books in this list. Uh, what are you picking? It made it very tough, but because of I had to go with my heart on this one, and I'm going Queen's Peril by E.K. Johnston. I'm Queen's this book. Peril. 9.0 on the site. Uh, blew us away last year. I am happily like a resident handmaiden stan. Um, I got my girl Sabe being incredible. It got it made the Phantom Menace, frankly, epic. Like, if you read this book oh, yeah. and don't immediately go watch the Phantom Menace, I don't trust you. I don't know who you are. <laughs> um, yeah, the invasion of Naboo gets really freaky, and it gets, like, actually scary. And all the headmans do a great job. I think it, even though it takes place before Queen's Shadow, I think it took a step up in quality from Queen's Shadow as a prequel and really made Queen's Hope one of the most anticipated books of the year. So Yeah, I forgot about that yeah. part when, when the... Uh... Oh, damn it. I liked it. <laughs> great job, Wes. I liked great it. Great job, dude. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Oh, man. Queen's Peril. Happy, happy to end my team... Uh, with that, so Dr. Afra and Queen's Peril bringing us home on my team. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> What's so the code? <laughs> I'm at the edge of my seat. I want to spoil oh, yeah, it for I everybody. Love that part win. Oh, yeah, we can't talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think oh, my favorite fantastic. thing about those Queen's books uh, is the code words that you learn about yeah. that are being used. Yeah. My favorite part of these books was the scene where they're on Tatooine. This is not a spoiler. Right? This is a funny Said scene. It's, it's, in the, it's in the film. <laughs> yes, I know. It's they're they're on Tatooine and like it's it's in the film when Obi Wan comes in to tell them that they got a transmission from Naboo yep. or whatever. They're like, hey, we got a transmission from, from Naboo. Nobody reply, and he leaves the room and and somebody's like. Does he think we're idiots? Like, what the <laughs> it's like, what are we stupid? Of course, no reply. Of course we don't reply. Why Obviously, we? it's a trap. Like, uh, I think it says Obi Wan leaves with like a dramatic swoosh of his cloak too. Like it's very yeah. young Obi Wan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. It's like also uh, spice. No shit, Sherlock. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's remarkable because also like it. it uh, Spice Den puts in the chat a great point. Queen's Peril also a prime day deal tomorrow for all of you watching. So if you need to pick it up. And there is a scene that is absolutely terrifying um, that I really love. Mm. So pick it up. Yeah. Enjoy it. A lot of good stuff. I can't spoil it for you. Happy to round it out. Uh, Charles, what's your last pick, man? Finish All right. Strong. My final pick, it has to be from the reign of the Empire. Um, I will say what I'm about to choose is not one that I had numbered in my list before we started this. But tough times oh. call for tough decisions. Um, I'm actually going to choose Lords of the Sith. Lords. Lords of the Sith. It's by Paul S. Kemp. Uh, it is not one of the highest ranked books on the site. I will say that. But I had to make an informed decision here. This is one of the, one of the last <laughs> ones that I've read in this era. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be up front with you, and I'm going to hope honesty scores me points with our listeners. Oh, wow. Um, no, 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 no. Charles, no. Hold like, on, man. hold on, hold on. Trying it's, to rig it. Trying to rig cool, the voting. It's a cool book. It's not, um, it's not one of my favorites. It's really not. But the cool thing about this book is, is two things. And these aren't spoilers because you'd get this just from reading like the synopsis. Um, you get to spend time with uh, Cham Syndulla. Okay, and everything that he was up to, and uh-huh. uh, the force powers in this book 
feel on the level of Force Unleashed, but Dra- within kids. Yeah. It's like Dragon Ball Z. Dude. They're yeah. wild, it's like man. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> it's I like controversial opinion here. I really enjoyed this book when I read it, and like it wasn't until well after I started Utini that I found out that it didn't, it didn't have the best opinion in general amongst the fans. And like hmm. I would have given this book way higher than a six point seven. Like right after I read it, I mean it's like it's super. Like kitschy, I guess. Like the emperor is just—they have some guards with them, like the, like some imperial guards. I think it's implied that they don't like know that he's like a Sith or whatever, and then like everything goes to shit in the book, and like so he just like starts being a Sith like out of nowhere, and, and the guards are just like, yeah. "Uh, is is he okay? Remember to see what's going on here? Is yeah. that lightning?" And he like, <laughs> it, like, like it's just it's really really good and it's humorous and like the the banter I think between Vader and the Emperor mm-hmm. is really good and like like the Emperor gives him a lot of shit and it's it's fun man it's a fun book yeah. it really is speaking it really is and Cham Syndulla is a good character yeah he is speaking <laughs> of those Imperial Guards too fun random fact there's an early printing <laughs> of this book in which one of those Imperial Guards has multiple deaths within pages of each other I forgot about that <laughs> yeah. what yeah. I have that version of the book yeah he told you guys that is how does that make it through the process that is crazy everyone's human man all right only stormtroopers can die multiple times (laughs) god great pick all right wes what do you got man all right i'm gonna round it out my last era is the age of rebellion and this is kind of a personal pick for me because this was my very <laughs> first canon book that I've ever read. Oh, wow. So I started out reading um, Legends, which was the original Thrawn trilogy. Um, and then my first canon book that I ordered uh, like as a, as a pre-order, and it came in right when it was uh, released, was... Um, Star Wars from a certain point of view. So from like the Oh, solid. The cool. 40 yeah. short stories of A New Hope. And um so this one came out in 2017 and I I thought it was I thought it was the most interesting thing that they branched off of the movie from the characters that you saw in the movie. So they have mm-hmm. you know 40 different stories of like side characters and I didn't. I this since it's my first canon book that I read. I didn't know anything happened like that. So I was telling every. I was telling all my friends. I was telling my buddies at the bar. And this is before I kind of even knew really what canon. I want to bring he, books to the bar. Yeah. That's gonna be great. Like, hey man. <laughs> he was like, Fuck. I was like, yeah. It's about it's all these stories that kind of branch off of the movie, and you can follow along with the movie. And uh, he was like, is it canon? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's canon. <laughs> and I was like, what the? What did he even ask me? Is there a canon? I mean, they, they shoot stuff. Yeah, I guess there's canon. <laughs> Tons of them. The hell, what the hell kind of question is that? Is it a canon? Man, but. Are you drunk? <laughs> Great pick. It's a book, you fool. Did you see it? <laughs> and hey, speaking yeah. of audiobooks, it's, are, a, it's a good pick. Yeah, we've talked about pick. audio dramas. Mm-hmm. In this draft, audiobooks. The audiobook, for from a certain point of view, oh, yeah. is vastly superb. superior. John Ham is Boba Fett. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If the review team had exclusively listened to the audiobook, this would not be a seven point four. Yeah. It would probably be an eight point five or higher. Like it's the the whole. There's an entire there's an entire chapter uh, told from the point of view of the. Uh, uh, oh, what's his name? The what's the the long snout alien? Long snoot. The, the, that's, yeah, no, no, he sold out. Go, the G. He, 
the he sold out he sold out uh, yeah, Luke and the, Han the, in in, in Document yeah. ninety four. Quandaria, what, the Grid, Grid What's that? The chat. Help me out, chat. Laura, you guys probably Laura know. from Force Toast would know this. <laughs> yes, I know. I forget. I always forget what that guy's name is. But anyway, the guy that the alien that you see for like three seconds yep. in freaking uh, A New Hope. Gorindon. 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 Thanks, Rob. Yeah, Gorindon. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. God. That's it. That's it. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole chapter of his story, and it's it's spoken in his mind, and it's in the and whoever did the audio production. I don't, I don't know who did that. Act. It might be Mark Thompson actually, but they uh. They they spoke in his like alien sounds, which is like really it's nasally voice. <laughs> it's like what the hell is this? It's like it's like it's like Oscar worthy acting. It's incredible. Yeah. Like it's so good. It's like I never would have thought that that I wanted this, but I definitely did. Yeah, it was Thompson. That's what yeah. Rob says in the chat. I think it. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It's like the whole thing is just in that sound, and the sound effects are top notch. Like it feels like more like an audio drama and. Yeah, you no, know, it actually might almost meet the qualities of audio drama because they had a variety of uh, of audiobook yeah. narrators. If it was one specific, correctly. yeah, it's close. It's great, and I love it. Yeah, great, 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 great pick. It's wise. almost um, like they pulled it from legend. They pulled this type of book from legend, so it's like Tales of the Bounty Hunter, mm-hmm. um, and that's just like all the events that happened <clears throat> within Most Eisley Cantina as well. Um, they had the Tales from Most Eisley Cantina, so. Um, I I don't yeah. think it's a new it's a new like type of story, but doing the whole entire movie mm-hmm. was I think a great idea. Totally, yeah. Return of the Jedi coming yeah. soon. Elrob said his brother listened to it first and got in his case to listen to it because of that specific story. I'm telling you, like there's a that story and there's a Jawa story in it too that are that both really stand out in my mind. Oh well, and as Aaron says, Claudia Gray's original Master and Apprentice story. That's yeah. how she got yeah, the book. Very mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Um, That's right. But now as... A lot of authors, I think, actually, yeah. that were on that project originally, like, they all got contracts to do Star Wars books later on. Like It's great. It's a great, like, multiple. audition, essentially, you know? Can you write in the universe? Who did we um, Who did we yeah. interview where they said they had to go first come, first serve? So when they did... Kubaz. Yeah, when they... It's a Kubaz. That's the name of the alien. The Thank you. It's a, it's a Kubaz. His name is Grin. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no. So 40 stories, like the, the backpop of uh, Empire Strikes Back. So once like it was out, all the authors had to go, hey, I want to do the one of the Wilro Hood. Like, oh, yeah. It might have been Kevin. Okay, it may have been Kevin. I yeah. remember. Um, but yeah, love those collections. Corey, I want to pose you something. Because you're going to go with your higher public pick here. But I'm going to expand the rules just for this one so there's a little bit of intrigue. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. We're going to open like up the junior do. novels. Can we so vote you're, on this? The remaining okay. books for you are A Test of Courage by Justina Ireland mm-hmm. from, fa- from Wave 1. Mm-hmm. Then other books you haven't read, Race to Crash Point Tower. I'm a little, I'm a little jumbly on my video. I apologize. Uh, Race to Crash Point Tower mm-hmm. by Daniel Jose Older. <laughs> and Out of the Shadows by Justina Ireland, which is the YA novel. You have not read two mm-hmm. of them. I don't know if you read Test of Courage, but you can pick any of those. I can't. Test of Courage. Test of Courage. That sounds familiar. I can't remember if I read that one or not. Uh, it's, it's been a long time. This is like, it came out in January, didn't it? Yeah. Test of Courage did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been a yeah. long time, he I says, as we're drafting books I'm, from 2017. I, I know, I know, but the higher public, all, the higher public, all runs together in my mind because the stories are all continuous. I cannot remember what details are from what books, unfortunately, yeah. which is Ooh, annoying. And while you're thinking, uh, CV in the chat, Carolyn says, uh, the fact that no one has picked Leia is a crime. We we will do a round of some honorable mentions that we didn't get. 
yeah, at the end of this oh, draft because sure. we are missing some sure. great books. We will admit, for sure. Uh, I want to go with. Um, let's see here. Let me add it to the timeline. Let's see here. Is it junior readers? Is probably yep. the category. That'll right? be them. Let's see here. Here we go. So let me add it. Let me flip back to the timeline here. So I added junior readers to the timeline. Um, so we have test of courage now, um, and we have race to crash point tower. I am going to go off on a limb here, and I'm think I'm going to choose race to crash point tower. That's the one I come out chose. yet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because Bada bing. Daniel Daniel Jose Older is a really cool dude. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> There's like no way around it. The other book that he wrote is the Last solo shot. book. What's it called? Last, Last shot. shot. Last shot. So good. And the villain in Last Shot is maybe the most memorable villain in any <laughs> Star Wars book, period. Yeah. This crazy psychotic surgeon that like brings mixes droid and human parts up and crazy Frankenstein experiments and he's scary as hell. Yep. And I loved it. <laughs> so like I, I I follow him on Twitter and he's, he's a pretty cool Gore. dude on Twitter. Yeah. So Fizen I think Gore I'm. Is his name, right? Fizen oh Gore. God. Yes, Fizen. Yeah, what kind of name? There you well, go. Well, yeah. And Corey, go with this I one. love that you did that because uh, before we get into our honorable mentions, that allows me to preview next week's show of the Living Force. You're so nice to you set me up like this. Uh, mm. We mm. will be going over uh, what happened in Wave One of the High Republic in the books and the comics to get you ready for the Rising Storm and. Race to Crash Point Tower right here that are coming out next Tuesday. We'll tell you what you need to read as uh, someone who has already read them without any spoilers. We will just, again, gently prod you of like, hey, maybe remember who this is. Maybe read this. Um, spoiler alert, read The High Republic Adventures uh, by da- also Daniel Jose Older. So, solid. Boys, do we want to go around and tell people our final teams? Corey, do you have a solid list or do you need a minute to remember? <laughs> you know me so I well. do. I think I think I can do okay, it. Great. I think I can do so, it. Corey, what was what um, was your final list? All right. So final list, starting with the with the High Republic. We'll start there. I have Race to Crash Point Tower. Um, in the Fall of the Jedi era, I have Mastery and Apprentice. Um, in the Reign of the Empire era, I have uh, Most Wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Age of Rebellion, I have uh, the Jin Urso book. Wherever that Rebel Rising. That list. Here it is. Rebel Rising. Yep. Um, and then New Republic, I chose Phasma, which is down here in the timeline. And then uh, in the first order, I chose the Rise of Skywalker novelization. Excellent. Wes, what did you have, my friend? All right. Starting out with the High Republic, I chose Light of the Jedi for my first pick. And then coming back around in the New Republic, I chose Victory's Price, the third book of the Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Um, for Fall of the Jedi era, I no, did... I'm just going to not, not, not try yeah, that. Yeah, you mess around now. You're fine, you're fine. You're getting nauseated. For Fall of the Jedi era, I chose Dooku Jedi Lost. It was a tough It was a tough pick. And I have an honorable mention, definitely, in that uh, in that era. But um, Reign of the Empire for fourth pick. Uh, it, my, that era, I chose Ahsoka. And then for Rise of the First Order era, I chose Crash of Fate, Galaxy's Edge book. And then rounding out the Age of Rebellion era in round six, I chose from a certain point of view, the first going Dang. over A New Hope. God, there's some good ones in there. <laughs> All right, Charles. Charles. All right. Um, in no particular order, I chose from Reign of the Empire, Lords of the Sith by Paul S. Kemp. 
from the High Republic, I chose uh, Into the Dark by Claudia Gray. From The Rise of the First Order, I chose Myths and Fables by George Mann. From Your the best New friend. Republic, my best friend George. Uh, <laughs> from the New Republic, I chose Alphabet Squadron. Um, from Age of Rebellion, I chose Thrawn. Uh, and from Fall of the Jedi, I chose Dark Disciple. Dang. Very nice. And I, of course, I rounded us out with The High Republic, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott, Fall of the Jedi, A Queen's Peril by E.K. Johnston, Reign of the Empire, Solo Novelization by Mer Lafferty, Age of Rebellion, the Dr. Afro Audio Drama by Sarah Kuhn, The New Republic, Lost Stars by Claudia Gray, and Rise of the First Order, Resistance Reborn by Rebecca Rowanhorse. Now, of course, folks, just like we did with our last draft, we're going to put up a poll this week, and you can vote for who you think had the best team, who you <laughs> think had the best draft. And most importantly, though, well, that is most important. Let's be real. We're, we're pretty vain. But second <laughs> most important, we want to hear what you would draft. So on that tweet this week, Tweet out your list if you had your druthers of the best book in each era. And check out each other. Support each other. Maybe you'll get some cool new books. Get your recommendations in. And, of course, speaking of that, boys, what are some honorable mentions that we frankly feel ashamed we did not get in this draft? Thrawn Ascendancy. Yep. Yep. Was it wait? No, was it Chaos Rising? Chaos no, Rising. what's the first one called? Chaos Rising. Chaos Rising. Was the first one? Yep. Oh, yeah. What's the second one? Greater, Greater Good. Good. Greater Good. Man, I, the names, because they announced them all. I get them all mixed yep. up. You know how I am. Yeah, uh, Chaos Rising was. I gave that book a ten when we reviewed it. I loved it. Yep. I almost I almost picked that one for this draft, but I wanted to win the draft. So I, I, <laughs> Mr. You know, Prince, I, did, yep. I didn't choose it. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, mine was mentioned in the chat, uh, which was a New Republic book, uh, Bloodline, Claudia Gray. Mm. I mm. I love that book. Uh, that one and Aftermath are both things I love in the New Republic that I just again just didn't have room for, but I thought were both very superb books. The one that uh, the one that um, somebody brought up in the chat earlier. I don't remember who it was. Uh, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, is mm-hmm. very very good. Yeah, yeah. Well, very, I very mean, good. on top of Chaos Rising, Greater Good, Greater Good should be should be there. Mm-hmm. I was I had that one uh, where I was <clears throat> picking between Dooku Jedi Lost and Greater Good because mm. yeah, Greater Good is so fresh on my mind. Um, but I think I made the right pick. Um, mm. Another sure. one from the uh, Age of Rebellion era. That I uh, I read, I guess a year or two ago was uh, Guardians of the Wills. That was yeah. that was a really quick. That, it's a, a good quick that, read. It's a fun little book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it goes and under it, the radar. Yeah, it shows you uh, you know. It shows you you know things that happen in, in the movie <laughs> that you're like, hey, how did that guy get that thing? And it's, you're like, oh, that's how he got it. it tells the- <laughs> not a spoiler it tells us it tells the story of Baze malgus it's basically basically about about him yeah. he's a primary character so that's good he job used, he used to be the most dedicated of us all yeah. that was great so, uh, also i would say Shadowfall. like we picked all the other ones and Shadowfall yeah, yeah, got a ton of awards last year at the utinis and we just mm-hmm. didn't find room that's a good choice i will say i told you i, I picked the top three from every era only one of them did not get chosen at all, and it was actually Last Shot, which we just talked about, because um, I really yep. enjoy that. But if I'm just looking through what no one picked and that I didn't have on my list either, uh, I'm going to stay on the Christy Golden train here and say Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad. Fantastic I almost book. did that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, that was one of my two. 
So many good books. Fun fact. You know, the one, go check out our timeline. You know, it was fun to kind of play with it and show it off. That really wasn't the intention of the show because we didn't talk about it really that that much. But it's fun to come back and look at this thing. We put a lot of work mm-hmm. into this. Um, I think this is the, uh, this is probably the most, I think the most impressive thing that we have contributed to the Star Wars fan community, mm-hmm. I think, is the timeline. Like, it's it's just the most thorough, largest, prettiest on the internet by far. I'm confident about that. And um, it's really good. Go play with the timeline. You know, I'm not sure if you guys noticed this, but uh, we recently added one small thing to the timeline this week, actually, is we added... Books a million yep. links, and we added bookshop um, bookshop dot org links. My cursor is not showing in the in the screenshot, but you can see the the BAM logo and the bookshop dot org. Bookshop dot uh, org is pretty cool. Like it allows you to buy books online and still support local local bookstores. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, you know, um, we no longer have thrift books on the site. We used to have thrift books, but they pulled our affiliate because of complicated reasons. Basically, it wasn't used enough, so we had to we pulled it. So. Um, you know, if you're gonna buy books, buy them from Bookshop.org, man. I think yeah. I'm gonna try to start doing How that. How about the indies? It's easy to buy them from Amazon, yeah. but you know? yeah, support those small and, and, stores for sure. And like so. Jacob says in the chat, a huge shout out. Like we we say the timeline is impressive because <clears throat> yes, there's a lot of work on it, but we are not the, all, the only people that obviously work on it. Like shout right. out to Trev. We do virtually nothing. Yeah, Trev so. and Frank on our team. <laughs> if you want to know why the timeline is the way it is, and if you're ever wondering about the order, Trev's encyclopedic knowledge of Per page, when events happen is insane. Like the order on the timeline is what it is because he goes through every line and figures out when events happen depending on which book. So whenever I get new books, like on my bookshelves, literally this weekend, I got a, I got some new books that I had to put on. I will pull up the Utini timeline on my phone, and Char- Charlie likes to, she wants to take a picture of me. She missed it, and I because I was doing stuff. But like I pull up the timeline, and I will put my books in my personal shelf depending on where they are yeah. on the Utini line for Legends mm-hmm. and Canon, because I know it's accurate, and then I know how to find them. That's yeah. awesome. And it's not its not like an easy decision to place books in the timeline. No, either, it's right? very hard. Like, <laughs> Star Wars, yeah. it's not like Star Wars books, just like one comes after the other. It's not like that. They all happen at the same time, and it's yep. very complicated. My favorite example is Lost Stars, because Lost Stars covers well before mm-hmm. the creation of the Empire all the way up to the beginning of the First Order. I mean, yep. there's like a huge time period there, right? So, yeah. Uh, you know, like, and like, Trevor and Frank use this encyclopedic level of knowledge to very strategically place the, every single book on the timeline. And like every once in a while, somebody will email me, email me, and be like, "Hey, you know, I think you guys made a mistake. Yeah, this book seems like it should be in a different place on the timeline." I'm like, "Okay, that's rich." Like, <laughs> I'll send it. I'll send it to Trevor, and he'll send me like a three paragraph explanation, <laughs> and I'll just copy paste it and send it back to them in yeah. email. Right. So, because we put a lot of thought into this, and you know, we have probably thousands at this point thousands of hours invested in yeah. this, whether it's web design or data mining or tracking down images like it's a lot of work yeah. to maintain the timeline um, we hope you and, like it honestly like i hope you yeah, like, hope you like i it. hope that everything is easy and again if y'all um we we do have a, a feedback channel in discord that has actually helped us a lot with stuff like this so if you are mm-hmm. going through the timeline and either a link doesn't work or something's up let us know, but also just just enjoy. We hope it makes it easier. We hope that these lists gave you some books maybe you haven't thought about in a while. Maybe they're older and you haven't bought in a while. Or maybe you got, you know, get yourself a wish list. And again, pick up some sales on Prime Day if you want. We hope you enjoy. But also, as we do look forward, we hope you come back next week when we're going to get you ready for Wave 2, wave two of the High Republic. It is, it's here. Yeah. It, we've been waiting it, it seems like a long time. It's only been what, like five months. 
Long uh, have I waited. Yes, the stories are here. Next week, the internet is going to explode. Cannot wait to get these books. Can't wait to own freaking four different versions of The Rising Storm. I'm gonna! I've accepted it. It's fine. But we'll see you back Monday night. We'll tell you what characters you need to know. We'll tell you what the plots were of the last ones. We'll tell you if anything happened in the comics that you need to catch up on. But of course, our friends at the Cosmic Force will help you out with that because they did a High Republic show last week. So if you're on the YouTube right now, go earlier in the feed, check out that High Republic show, so they'll tell you all about the High Republic comic and the High Republic adventures. We'll see you back next week for a recap. Be sure to go to Twitter, vote in this poll, give me all those votes. Hold on. Let let's, me keep winning these Let's dress. point out and one that, more. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That, no, no. Let's oh, point well. out one <laughs> more <laughs> nice comment. I want to point out one more nice comment from the chat. Aaron Thompson, yeah. um, where did it go? Where did it go? He said, oh, man, I couldn't vote between these four lists. I'd be very content with any. So, really, yeah. we're all winners That's here for experiencing <clears throat> these wonderful stories. Wow. That's what losers wow. say, Charles. So that- <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that, that is going to do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. If you support us on Patreon, you are responsible for this madness. And we thank you for it. We can't wait to do a trivia night for you. Stay tuned. A special thank you, as always, to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for your support of this and all things UTD, including that timeline. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at Dak Star Wars MD. Charles is at C. Henkel. And Wes is at Boss Wes. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor. Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire that put up that brand new graphic earlier in the show. And Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Corey, Charles, and Wes for podcasting with me. Make sure you vote in the poll this week. Let us know who won. And as always, may the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it. Live by it. And above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you. Always.